Inside Outside Innovation is the podcast that brings you the best and the brightest in the world of startups and innovation. I'm your host, Brian Ardinger, founder of InsideOutside.io, a provider of research, events, and consulting services that help innovators and entrepreneurs build better products, launch new ideas, and compete in a world of change and disruption. Each week, we'll give you a front row seat to the latest thinking, tools, tactics, and trends in collaborative innovation. Let's get started. Welcome to another episode of Inside Outside Innovation. I'm your host, Brian Ardinger, and we have another amazing guest live today from the Fall Experiment Conference in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. With us today is Sweta PB from Brilliant Hire. Welcome to the show. Hey, hi, everyone. Sweta, thanks for coming out. You are with a company called Brilliant Hire, head of product, and Brilliant Hire is a startup, but it's an interesting startup because it's spun out of SAP, which is a large corporation. So we wanted to talk a little bit about that particular process. But before we dig into that, let's talk a little bit about how you got involved in innovation in the first place. Yep, definitely. So since college days, innovation or problem solving and trying to figure out creative ways of doing things was something that interested me a lot. And being part of SAP, there were a lot of opportunities, being hackathons or a lot of different ways that we could explore that part of us. And I think that was what brought us together, even to start this brilliant hire and what it is today. Tell the audience a little bit about what Brilliant Hire is all about. Brilliant Hire is a screening as a service. We provide a SaaS-based software that helps reduce the time and effort involved in the hiring process in an unbiased manner. We all know that hiring is broken and we're here to solve the first part of it by you know, reducing your time, effort involved in that. How did it come about that you wanted to try to solve this particular problem and how did SAP become involved in this? So that's a very interesting part of our journey. It came out of what is called today in actual terminology as user innovation. So I and my colleagues, the two other co-founders of Brilliant Hire, were asked to take part in interviews. We were asked to scale a team from 4 to 40 all in a month. So that was a challenge for us. So we had to go on weekends. This was all back in India. Go on weekends, take interviews for these roles. And what we realized is though we were spending so much time interviewing candidates, only 30% were going into the next rounds of interviews. There's a 70% rejection rate right there. So this kind of shocked us. We started to under, like you know, explore, is this a problem just with us, just within our company, or is it present over the you know, all industries? That's what we tried to solve. And we started on, we started to explore, we started talking to a lot more recruiters. We did a lot of research and understood, yeah, this is a problem all around and hiring is really broken. And that got us excited and we're like, okay, let's see how we solve this problem. And inside SAP, there are a lot of hackathons that keep happening. And good for us that one of the hackathons had smart HR as the topics. So it was a great time for us to like the problem that we faced, how do we solve it? And we went on to explore that space. We were all developers then. So our first thought process for this was, okay, if human is spending so much time to you know interview candidates why don't we replace a human with a robot we did just that we built our first product or solution to this problem which is called hanabot then yeah to take interviews we said this robot would take interviews talk to candidates and have some basic communication with candidates all of that we were all excited we were surrounded with people who were excited about this latest technology and then we started to test it we started to test it with candidates that's where we realized that technology hasn't grown that much to start having conversations with the candidate. 
and it was very difficult to ask drill round questions that's like a important part in interviews also candidates hated it that's a big deal <laughs> <laughs> that is the hiring space is so much candidate driven so it is very important to see what is comfortable for them and how we can make that experience very delightful that was our beginning we realized that this whole thing is a failure the problem exists but then the solution that we thought of is not the right one Hey listeners, I wanted to pause this episode to talk about a new partner, RSM. In this fast-paced environment, you need an advisor who thinks ahead and rapidly responds to your challenges and changing needs, and RSM is that partner. As your business advisor, RSM will work with you to turn innovative ideas into reality. Go to rsmus.com slash io. So you mentioned SAP has an innovative culture from the standpoint they're spinning up hackathons and giving employees an opportunity to raise their hand and say, here's a problem, we think we can solve that. Talk a little bit about that first hackathon or what was that experience like and what did you expect going in and what do you think SAP expected to come out of it? So I think SAP in itself has a very innovative ecosystem, an ecosystem that helps you be very creative and innovative and part of your job. So when I said we built this whole robot and we tested it, we actually participated in the hackathon, won it at that time. And then we went into this program called entrepreneurship. So SAP helps its employees to become entrepreneurs of their own. If they have great ideas, convert them to ventures of their own. So this is like a training and scouting program held worldwide. And we were part of that program. And that is what actually helped us to make the mind shift change from just being developers to being entrepreneurs, to start thinking about the problem space itself, not looking at the solution. And I think the biggest lesson that we as co-founders learned from there was like, marry your problem, not your solution. <laughs> Though our uh, robot that we built was our child, we had to drop it and start talking to a lot more stakeholders, understand the problem, talk to recruiters, hiring managers, see where all this is flawed, and then understand the root cause of the problem and then try to solve it there. So can you talk a little bit about how SAP either spun this out or what's the structure of once you have a, a new idea that can be a new product or service within SAP, how does that work to create that new startup? So inside SAP, there's a business unit called SAP.io. Ideas come to SAP.io through two ways. One is the entrepreneurship program where employees can submit their ideas. About 20,000 ideas or 20,000 employees participate in this worldwide every year. They do a lot of scouting for this through hackathons, events, etc. And then they get into multiple rounds of filtration until they have like a Shark Tank style pitch and then get into funded by SAP itself. Or the other route is EIR programs, entrepreneur and residence. So you can be a student, uh, come be in SAP IO for like six months and then work on an idea. What were some of the obstacles? You, know, you mentioned you were a product person and a developer, not necessarily thought of yourself as a founder or somebody that would jump into the entrepreneurship realm. What were some of the things that you were either taught or you kind of learned along the way to say, hey, I can do this. I can become an entrepreneur. Oh, yeah. Uh, there are a lot of them. First of all is the mindset change. Just looking at the overall aspect, looking at the problem from the whole aspect. As a developer, I would say if I got a problem, I would be like, okay, this is the solution for it. Go for it. Go build it. But as I started to go through this journey, I had that mindset change of looking at every aspect of it. How is it affecting, say, the market? And as entrepreneurs, you don multiple hats. So you're developing. So 
I and the other two co-founders, all three of us did the first line of code while building this product. We also started to sell. We started to market the product. We started to thinking about the business model, how, what is the costing, donning multiple hats. And that itself is so exciting. That's something that you can learn through papers and like, you know, studies, but while doing it on the job, you're learning more. After you won the hackathon and you started building out this particular product, that's a real venture-backed startup. So talk a little bit about the process of scaling that beyond the idea and beyond the first minimal viable product to where you're at now. The lesson we learned in the beginning of entrepreneurship itself, like focus on the problem, we still continue to have that as our basis. Every time we have a request for a new feature or we're exploring a new space, we really try to work with customers to bring out the most innovative or creative ways to do that. I think that is definitely there and in terms internally we have expanded from being three person team to like 10 12 people now that is also great it's a different experience that's where you have to start looking at your people management skills and all of that was that funded by sap as far as how to build out that team or did you go out for outside capital or how did that grow no it is all funded by sap they come into the system as SAP employees. So it's like the best of both worlds. You are a corporate employee, but then you work like a startup. So we have sprints that are one week long. So you be shipping out features in every week, taking customer features in or feedbacks into consideration and all. So the next thing I want to talk about is you're in the talent space, obviously with the startup itself. What are some of the things that you've seen as far as identifying innovators or some of this talent that's required in this new world of work? Have you identified anything or seen anything in this when you've been exploring this world of talent that are either characteristics or things that you can identify to find those innovators within bigger companies or smaller companies? That's a difficult question, I think. It differs from company to company, I would say. But as general characteristics, I think curiosity and the need to like solve problems that could be just problems around you. Like just being alert and looking around, you can find 10 problems that need some attention. And it could also be like even in your work or your personal life, how are you kind of getting workarounds done? How creative and curious are you about the different things? I think that is something I definitely look at whenever I'm talking to people. Well, Swata, thank you very much for being Inside Outside Innovation. I really appreciate you telling us a little bit about what it takes to build a brand new company and a big company. And I look forward to hearing more about it in the future. For people who want to find out more about yourself, or about Brilliant Hire, what's the best way to do that? You can always visit our website, brillianthire.io. Request a demo. We have an offer going on. It's just $1 to try it out. So yeah, we have a lot of customers right now. We've piloted it in many places. SAP has used it at many places. So we've seen that we've reduced the time and effort by 50%. The delight is also that it's all unbiased. So if anyone's interested, we're waiting to give you a demo. So we are also excited about it. Thank you, Sweda. Thanks very much. That's it for another episode of Inside Outside Innovation. If you want to learn more about our team, our content, our services, check out insideoutside.io or follow us on Twitter at the IO Podcast or at Ardinger. Until next time, go out and innovate.